Global from Asia, episode 223. Globalfromasia.com slash episode 223. We are talking FBA logistics from China directly. Welcome to the Global from Asia podcast, where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight up actionable advice. And now your host, Michael Michelini. Today's podcast is brought to you by Aurelia Pay. I use them personally for sending money to my Chinese suppliers from Hong Kong. It's a cross-border payment solution between China, Hong Kong, and Southeast Asia. So when I need to make a payment to a Chinese supplier, I just hop online to place the remittance, pay to the Aurelia Pay's Hong Kong-based bank account, and Aurelia Pay will settle RMB within the same business day. So check them out online at www.aureliapay.com, A-U-R-E-L-I-A-P-A-Y.com, or check them out linked in our show notes. Okay, everybody, episode 223, Global From Asia. Thank you for tuning in all the way up into the 200 and quarter almost shows. This week, I'm almost synced up. We are almost synced up at Global From Asia. We are trying to fix our SOPs and our processes and our content schedules and everything. This show was a video first, or is a video, but I know a lot of you guys, like me, prefer audio over video for content, long-form content, but... We also have the video interview. If you want to watch me and Forrest talking, we have that actually first on the YouTube channel, which we're growing and building, which I appreciate you guys subscribing, globalfromasia.com slash YouTube to go above and beyond being awesome. It's listening and watching and also maybe you're getting our newsletters and other things. And I'm trying not to freak out, but we have our cross-border summit in well, as far as the show goes online, in about three or four days after we release this show, and actually Forrest Shipping and Forrest Jong, the founder of the company, is a special supporter of the of the Global From Asia show and also the Cross Border Summit. So, really, thank you, Forrest Shipping, for your support to continue to create amazing content for everyone listening. So I really appreciate that, and I hope everybody else does. Also, quick shout-out to our other amazing sponsors for the Cross-Border Summit, Insight Quality. Andy Church has been an amazing supporter uh, keeping us going through these years from supporting the show and the podcast and the e-commerce gladiator, Par Living. So really appreciate Insight Quality. WCWS, which is a new supply chain management system, will be sharing about at the summit. We also have Eno Plus, an LED solar factory, which is will be our first VR factory tour for our VR. I'm not sure if I should have told you about that yet, but <laughs> it's coming soon. And we also have Flowship, an amazing shipping company, logistics company with Chris Moore and the founders there. Appreciate your support for Hong Kong-based fulfillment. And Unixpress, a f- shipping company for kind of middle middle of the market shipping for good value and time and delivery based in China for your shipping. I know a lot of listeners are using Unixpress solutions. So thank you for all your amazing support sponsors to Cross Border Summit and also this show, Global from Asia. And 
We're about at a borderline of my ramble and rant in the introductions, but um, this show is great. It's Forrest Chong, and she's a female entrepreneur and founder of her shipping company called Forest Shipping, which is specialized in FBA prep services in Shenzhen. So the idea is you could send your manufacturing items from your Chinese factory to her in Shenzhen or other parts of China and have it prepped for your Amazon directly in China. And then she labels it and gets everything ready for the Amazon sales in the US or anywhere in the world. So without further ado, let's take it away. And we have the show notes. And also, if you want to find the video link, we will put that also on the on the podcast. It's very complicated now with all this blogs and audio podcasts and video shows. So check it out at globalfromasia.com slash episode 223. I know sometimes we mess up that link but we try to fix it within a few days of publishing. Again, working on our systems and flows as we scale up our content and sync up our schedules. And uh, I hope to see you guys at the summit and you can meet Forrest. Her and I will be doing a fireside chat as well. All right, let's enjoy the show. So thank you everybody for tuning in to another Global From Asia TV series. We are here in the office of Forest Shipping, and we have the CEO and founder, Forrest. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Hi, Mike. Great. So can you introduce a little bit about, about the company here? You do F, specifically FBA shipping and logistics for sellers around the world? Mm, okay. Uh, hello, everyone. My, my English name is Forrest, and uh, our company is uh, just... Forest Shipping, the name was just after my English name. Um, our company was just uh, uh, was built in 2010, and our main business is to provide the shipping service to Amazon FBA sellers, and also we have some um, shipping service for traditional and uh, internet traditional business. Great. Okay, so in addition to business, what are some of your hobbies you do besides? FBA shipping. My, my hobbies. Own, hobbies. My hobby. Um, I think uh, I, re- I really like uh, really like um, I really like to have a hobby for myself. But sometimes it's very busy. I, I I hardly take time to do something for myself. But I uh, usually I can um, spend some time every day to read something. Read. Uh, for that, I, I mean, my hobby is that just like reading. I really read, read different books, like right. management, management. Okay. or some e-commerce and yeah. different books. Uh, I like reading very, very much. This is just my only hobby, I think. Wow, that's a serious hobby: reading business <laughs> books. Any, maybe yeah. some novels or maybe in the future. That's great, though. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. So you stay on top of the business side, even. Uh, in your downtime. Yeah. So let's get into the business part. Before we go into the, the deep interview, let's mm-hmm. make sure people know about the whole process of FBA shipping from factory to the to the to Amazon. So do you want to give us an overview? Okay, let me talk about the 
the whole process for shipment to arrive to Amazon. Uh, like if our customers they accept our offer, they accept our quote, then we, we begin to process the booking. Uh, first, we will pick up from the supplier. We make appointment with the factory and the supplier to pick up the shipment from their, warehou- their warehouse. Then we will pick up to our warehouse, our own warehouse. If the um, if the supply warehouse is not the same, it's not in the in the city, then we will need a, a inland shipping company, inland transportation company, ship the products to our warehouse. And if they are in the same city, then we will, our driver will pick up. And after after shipment arrives in our warehouse, we will do some like preparation service. It depends on customer request. If they do, if the prep is already done, then we do not do that. Then, like prep is like um, open a box to label and then repack. Then we stick the uh, FBA label on the carton. Then. And after preparation is done, we will com- we will uh, combine the shipment uh, with our other customers' shipment together. And then after the the shipment began, the volume is enough. We will book a huge container. Um, we will drive drive the empty container from port to our warehouse. Then we stuff the container, and then stuff stuff container and. A, then our warehouse staff will lock the locked container by a seal, and then the, the driver will deliver the contain the, the 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 full container to the port. Then the broker will clear the sh- uh, make declaration to China customers. Then after shipment is cleared from China customers, then we will ship to the shipping comp- shipping line. The shipping company will ship the container to like Los Angeles port. After Los, Los Angeles Los Angeles, when our, our US uh, broker will clear the shipment and pay the duty, and then we we we'll pick up container pick up container and to our agent warehouse or or apartment warehouse to do the uh, unpacking to do the disk consolidation then we we'll do pallet that pallet yeah. and then make the point make appointment with amazon if the amazon warehouse is in, in the same city uh, with with is in the port city then we can deliver we can we can make appointment directly after the pallet is done, but if they are in not different they are in the different city, then we need first transit the shipment from the port city to the final city. Then after the shipment arrive in the final city warehouse, then we will make appointment with Amazon, and then we will deliver as per Amazon state. Okay, well, mm-hmm. you have a lot of steps there. This is uh, just by sea, but if if by air, it will be not it's the same, but uh, the process will be will be easy. Uh, but um, uh, also the process, although it's easy, but when you take the same same nearly the same thing. Okay. Yeah. So 2010, that was pretty early. I think FBA wasn't as mature, as big as it is now. Yeah. And how did you discover the market or the need for this service? How do we discover the market, right? 
um, since we built in 2010, my customer, they are just my friends. Ah, they nice. do some, they, they, they do not know much about the international trade or international shipping. They are some very young, young people. They, 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 they sell in, in eBay and in some, 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 in some overseas website that I don't know. They need, they need someone to help them to provide the door-to-door service. They, they are just my friend, so I, I help them. Um, and, and we talk and we communicate very deeply. And for, just from 2010, my customers, they are doing some small business in, for e-commerce. Um, just after 2012, after two years of my business built, and Amazon has opened their arms to, in, to China, yeah. so my, my customer and also my friends just uh, entered the Amazon market, and then my service just followed. followed. Go, yeah. okay. Yeah, I just, I just uh, follow my friends and requirement, and I learn from them, and I communicate, and they they, taught, they teach us how how the e-commerce shipping they uh, was was like, mm-hmm. and then. So yeah, I think that's really important for for people listening and watching to learn from is is uh, listening to your customer, your user, learning yeah. from them, yeah. and so you did traditional logistics as well as FBA, yeah. and uh, was so yeah, like you mentioned the. Uh, the Chinese market for FBA opened in 2012. Yeah. So that must have really changed the business a lot. Uh, you mean change our business? Um, it's not about change. I think it's about to, um, how to say, uh, improve or let our business more more, com- more, com- more complex and mm. more uh, international. I think because... Because in the very first beginning, our customer, the small e-commerce, small e-commerce seller, they just let us ship to their warehouse or their partner warehouse. is is a simple door-to-door shipping. Um, but for the Amazon FBA, we need to know how to make appointment with Amazon. We need to follow the Amazon's uh, delivery guidance and the instruction. And we need pallet, and we need to know how to load the container. So this just make our uh, shipping more professional, I think. Yeah, yeah. I could imagine. Mm-hmm. So that's called Amazon Prep Service, right? Yeah. 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 So I think a lot of people watching are, are familiar with it. But do you mm-hmm. w- want to share a little bit more about uh, what is involved with prepping for Amazon? Prepping for Amazon... I think this is usually for applied for a foreign Amazon seller because they just they are just in in foreign country, not in China, and they buy from their supplier. And sometimes their supplier do not know how to prep, how to pack the products according to Amazon requirements, and so our customers, the Amazon seller, they, they need someone to help them to pack the products yeah. or label the products and the pallet the pallet yeah. products or even store them in the in some warehouse and then shape. Yeah. So our job is to pick and pick the products from supplier and de- deliver deliver to our warehouse and then when do the labeling, do 
labeling label the product and then label the cotton, yeah. and then we ship to our customers outside the warehouse. Makes sense. Yeah. So I think I I understand the, uh, a lot of the foreign sellers, like you mentioned, they they're not as familiar with China logistics, China suppliers, yeah. and uh, I think a lot of them want to buy from multiple factories and consolidate here. And then prep at, together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They buy from different suppliers, like they buy some for especially for some U.S. Uh, Amazon sellers. They buy like from south and from north, so their supply may across across China, and we okay. need to collect from different places of our country and then then do the the gathering in mm. our warehouse. Yes, it can. That's an important service. I think a lot of people that are tuning in will understand that uh, if you don't have a good supply chain, e-commerce is a lot about logistics and supply yeah. chain. Yes. So it's good to do you have the way to help foreigners or the international sellers to navigate China more. Um, some some questions coming up is like a lot of people. A lot of FOB. It's a lot of people get FOB Ningbo, FOB Shenzhen. Yeah. Could sometimes is should they send separately or should they consolidate? Even if it's a Ningbo or Zhejiang factory or like a Guangdong factory, mm. what do you normally? I mean, I, I guess it depends on the size. If it's like a LCL, like not a full container, should they try to consolidate the shipments or should they send separately? Um. I think sometimes it depends on our customer their uh, their strategy. Uh, in the very, f- very first beginning, I think uh, most of our customers they just ship from different ports to Amazon directly. And at that time, the I think their price, their selling price in Amazon maybe is not is quite good. I think the so they can they can be the the shipping rate. To ship separately, but I just found uh, from last year and many customers ask us if we can combine some shipment oh. from different place because they want to save the shipping cost. Mm-hmm. Then we tell them that yeah, you can save the shipping cost by uh, comb- combination, but the shipping time, the transient time might be uh, longer. Yeah, so it depends on our customer if they want to save cost or if they want. Uh, the quicker shipping time. Understand. Yeah. But uh, but if they, <clears throat> it depends on customer. Uh, anyway, we can provide the service they want because we do we do a lot of the consolidation service in our warehouse. Nice. So I think one other thing I've noticed is EXW and FOB because mm-hmm. a lot of foreigners don't have a the export license. They can't do the FOB. You know the VAT rebate. Should they? They should still do FOB price with consolidation. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah, I understand. Mm, for some suppliers, they for some for some suppliers they have the export license. Then they sometimes they just choose the FOB term with the Amazon seller, the buyer. And so at this time, then Amazon seller they do not. Uh, worry about how to export, mm-hmm. but for some maybe some local, some inland Amazon, uh, inland Amazon 
supplier they have no export license, then we can provide the license, but the license. Our export license cannot get the way TV Bay. There's no oh. way TV Ten. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this is not allowed. I yeah. see. And also, there's some company in China. They just provide some such the uh, exporting service. I see. Yeah. Okay. So just to just to summarize to to viewers, uh, what's happening is a lot of times, most of the time, factories call FOB, which is free on board. It's yeah. Means uh, to the port, usually Ningbo or or Shenzhen, maybe Hong Kong, uh, but sometimes you might want the, and it's usually in USD, US dollars, right? Uh, but then if sometimes you might want the EXW or XWorks price, which is in RMB, which is Chinese yuan currency, but. Uh, People think that's cheaper, but usually it's more expensive because it has the VAT tax in it. So sometimes, even in my own FBA businesses uh, and ex- experiences, the markets like Huachan Bay or Iwu or these markets, they don't have the export license. You just pay them RMB cash for the cartons, and then you need to. I think you cannot get the rebate, so you just lose the rebate price.、Mm, I think you know to do the way to pay the way to turn the process is not so <laughs> simple. It's very complicated. Yeah, it's very difficult, complicated. Like、um, if you, if we want to do the way to pay, then you may need hire hire a professional accountant to do that. You need pay more energy and time. I think is. If your wallet, your export wallet is not so much, I think it's not very necessary to do the way way TV bay. Yeah, yeah. So I always tell people, you can always save money later. I mean, I know you don't want to lose money or pay higher fees, but I think people should still focus on marketing and sales. Yeah, yeah. The business of getting more customers, not the business of tax、yes. rebates、yeah. uh, with FAPIAO and、uh, VAT and. Uh, all that, even in China, people don't like to do it. So if you're if you're overseas in the USA, it's it's almost、uh, impossible to worry about it. And、uh, so I think people, if you pay、uh, X Works, don't even expect to get the、uh, rebate. So about this prep service, which is I I just want to make sure people tuning in know how valuable it is. You did. They could just send it from the factory without prep to U.S. right directly. Yeah. So there are other options. There's options like they could send it to a, a USA prep service that then sends to Amazon, or they could send to Amazon directly without the prep. Is that even possible? Maybe we can just compare prepping with、uh, your in China, prepping in USA with third party, or prepping. Is it possible just to send directly to Amazon? Yes, it's possible. Also, we have some customers they ship just、uh, directly from supplier to US, but they they have two options. The first, they ship to some third party warehouse. They 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 ask us to ship to maybe their partner warehouse to do the labeling and do the inspection service in US, or they just ship to Amazon without labeling. I think. Uh, I think they may ask Amazon to label for the label for the products.、Um, 
this is uh, some uh, some customers uh, some customers uh, choice, but for most of our Amazon seller, they choose to label in in China because they want to save the time and save the cost. True. True. So yeah, I can agree. It's definitely uh, cheaper and faster to do the prep here in China. Yeah. Uh, about can we get some ideas of how much time it could be to do that, or is there a way to estimate? I know it depends on the product and the quantity, but is there some ways we could get some ideas of uh, how much time some sellers should expect to to consolidate and prep their shipment? Um, I think that it really depends on the quantity. Like yeah. If we have 100 pieces, you have 1,000 different. Um, and our warehouse for prepping service is in Shenzhen. Okay. And like if our customers have supplier in like in northern city, then we need pick up from northern city, then transport from there to our warehouse. Then shipping time is like uh, two, two to three days. And after the products arrive in our warehouse, um, yeah, it depends on the product quantity. But um, uh, anyway, we can control the time to one week that oh. we will finish. That's great. So I think for just me to summarize or maybe correct me if I make a mistake. Mm. Of course, they have to buy from the factory, manufacture the goods. The and what about packaging? Should that do you recommend they do that? At, that should be still done at the factory, like the color box and the the uh, the packaging. Do you, would you think is do you provide that service? Do you think it's better they package here, or should they package at the factory for the uh, assembly? Probably at the factory, and then they send to you in the carton, and then you prep the for Amazon the carton so that and then palletize it. And then you ship it to Amazon USA. If you mean for the product in a package, then we recommend our customer to uh, choose to pack in factory, because the supplier is uh, more for more for more for million for their products. They know how to pack well. Mm-hmm. Um, based on our former experience, we do have some customers. They they send the package from the maybe from the carton factory. And then they, they then they ask some supplier the product suppliers ship the product to our warehouse. Then we when we use the carton or the sandbox to pack the products. But but I think we we are not we are not very good at that because the, sometimes the product is very special and we are not professional at it. I think um, I think one bad experience. Maybe in 2015, we have a Japanese customer. They they found our package is not um, quite well. They this he he just fly uh, fly from Japan to our warehouse wow. and then replace the cut package by by himself. So wow. we just otherwise it's better to pack the uh, pack the the products the just the products by supply themselves. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So it's good. You know, it's, I, I think everyone listening, um, tuning in appreciates you. you you're usually, in, I don't want to say in China, a lot of people say, no problem. They went to, I can do everything. But you, you are able to say what you 
are good at or prefer to do and what maybe is better yeah. someone else yeah. does. So, so yeah, so to, I don't have a box near me, but mm-hmm. basically the color box, you know, that, the, the packaging, the retail packaging, inner, inner packaging yeah. would be done at the factory yes. uh, with the specifications of the, of the customer, of the buyer. Yeah. And then the inner carton and the master carton would be also packed at the factory or would that be packed would they send it to you just with the retail packaging not not really cartons or should they have carton sent mm, yeah this should have the carton sent carton sent to us okay. and with the inner cut inner package inside um after the 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 carton arriving we are in our warehouse when we when we sort or we separate as as per the our customer requirement yeah, yeah. Yeah, because in my experience, a lot of times the factory doesn't know about the Amazon requirements. Okay, yeah, this has been an interesting talk, uh, and I like how you have her saying that you have your your strengths and then the factories can do the packaging and and then you can consolidate and prep and then ship to Amazon. It's Also, it's mostly, do you normally do... um, FCL, LCL by sea or by air, and then what's the normal use case? Maybe we can talk about some examples for shipping to Amazon. Um, for FCL, you know, it's for full, full container load, and it, uh, if you the supplies shipment volumes is is enough for full container, then we call it FCL. Um, but but most of how most of the time, then we ship. For by LCL for our customer because their volume is not so big, then we need uh, combine the different uh, the shipment from different customer into one container, and this is called uh, LCL less than one container load. So just because the volume, um, some for some Amazon sellers that do not want ship so much for one time, or they do do not have so much volume in. The inventory volume in Amazon warehouse, so they just ship for by by LCL like uh, five or ten cubic meter, mm-hmm. and we combine them uh, with our with other supplies with other uh, Amazon sellers shipment together in in one container. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So just a, my summary is yeah. So even I I was mostly when I do e-commerce for starting e-commerce again. LCL is the most common. It means, yeah, like you said, less than container load. So logistics companies like you consolidate multiple people's shipments into one container and then ship that to that port, say, L.A., mostly it's Los Angeles, right? Um, It's not most of Los Angeles. I think sometimes it depends on the final destination. Our routine is like, uh, we nearly ship to the final port or the final um, train station or some where the some CFS that, that is the customer warehouse. Which we, where is the nearest nearest to Amazon warehouse? Okay. Not just LA because LA is the in west coast of US. Uh, it actually is very far to some Amazon warehouse. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. I understand. And then about, so it's, 
back to LCL, it's most yeah, that means C. Does people do air mostly or is always mostly C what what you see are working with? Um I think they are they are the, the same. It depends on the customers, their decision if they want to shape they want the products arrive earlier and they want to sell sell uh, fast or if they just want and prepare the inventory and the save the shipping cost, then then the ship by sea. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, for our company, the we have around um, 75% of ship money is by sea, and then the left is by air or okay. by express. Got it, got it. And I, I was, I think you might think it's hard to believe or, or many people in China hard to believe, but many foreigners never see their product or even go to the factory or or you know even see the factor even see their product when it's sold to the customer because now there's FBA. So many people are in. I don't know if you know many are in Thailand or they're in Vietnam. Yes, I think mm-hmm. many of people you work with are there too. They're digital nomads mm-hmm. and they source on maybe Global Source, Alibaba, or it's online, yeah. and then they. They use your service, consolidate, and they ship to USA, and then they send to the customer. So I thought it'd be nice today. We will take a little tour of some facilities so that people can see the see the uh, container shipments, the consolidation, some products. Because I think a lot of people don't see that. So let's uh, let's take a look. Okay. For those that were watching, they we hope you get some better, more ideas of what actually happens to your products when you're buying from the factory and. Selling at Amazon, I still think it's funny. A lot of these, uh, myself included, never see our products in real life and uh, make a full-time business from it. So, getting towards the end of our business talk, what are some of the common, you know, mistakes or problems you see some of your, especially the foreigners or the international sellers, making when they're uh, dealing with the factory and shipping with with you? Hmm. I think it's not about mistakes. I think it's about it's about the ignorance for international shipping mm. or international trade, because some 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 of our customers they are like mom or pop. <laughs> yeah, they they say they the the Amazon is not their major business. They may do Amazon as a part-time job. Mm-hmm. They take it, the international shipping very easy. Like uh, when when we tell them that the ETA the estimated time of arrival is like maybe uh, today or tomorrow, then they will ask if the shipment can be delivered to Amazon just uh, one day after the <laughs> ship ar- arrival. So they 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 make the shipping plan by their uh, by their own mm. by their own idea. So you. So they do not know how, do not know that we need we need like we need more time to do some other thing like we need to pick a shipment out of port or out of warehouse when clear shipment then we do the palletization in US mm-hmm. then we deliver to Amazon or before we, uh, after we make appointment so we need I think we need uh, maybe one week or even even longer time but there's some customers that do not expect that. They 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 just um, wait very urgently from mm. the cargo the cargo delivered to Amazon. Yeah, that, that they are not quite understand the process. Yeah. They 
So when so sometimes the delivery time, the actual arrival time is later than expectation. They, this this will maybe destroy their their, their plan. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I understand. I understand their. I mean, everyone wants to sell on Amazon right away. It takes a long, especially the first time you you start to sell on online or Amazon, mm-hmm. especially if you're buying from a Chinese fa- factory. Get the source the product, yeah. you know, order it. Hopefully, it's QC or quality control, mm-hmm. send consolidation prepping, mm-hmm. and then LCL or shipping on the C is a few weeks. So it, I tell people at least three or four months. Really, it depends. You also got to find the right product. So at least maybe even half a year. Really, if yeah. right? right. So I think that's a lot of people think. They can just make money online, like you said. They're they're uh, part time. They work, have a job, and they want to make some some money on part time. They need to realize, especially if you're buying from a factory, it's going to take a long time, and you're going to have to learn a lot too. So, yeah. so I think people learn from today. It's uh, sharing, and we also want to dive in about you. You know, your story. It's it's just interesting. So, you're. You start. You've been an entrepreneur. This was 2010. It started. Yeah. But even before, were you doing your own business or? Before, uh, before 2010, um, I work in the just also a, sh- a shipping company. Okay. But I work as a marketing. The, oh. the we, we I need to know uh, the 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 whole market. In the shipping, in Shenzhen shipping, shipping, cool. Cool. we need to know who, who is uh, the advantage and disadvantage for, for different shipping company, and we need to cooperate with them, and we need, uh, we need to sell our own products, our own, uh, the the console service to the other, uh, counterpart, the the our comp- competitor. Okay, mm-hmm. and then. It's you know we we try to have more female women entrepreneurs uh, on the show and it's great to see uh, see you successful with this. It's eight years now and yeah, and uh, I'm sure it was many hard long time nights and you also are uh, married with a a baby three yeah, two kids two kids yeah. so I also have a family and it's a uh, my wife is behind the camera today <laughs> helping, so yeah. I understand that. Mm-hmm. It must be challenging to run the business while being a mother, or is that how do you manage your personal and business? Um, it, yeah, it's very hard to, to manage them, to balance them. Uh, I think for for me and I would do I, I indeed do a lot of sacrifice for the base fam, family well, I have no not so much time to take care of the kids mm-hmm. or even take care of my husband <laughs> <laughs> they just take care by themselves but but I just try to spend some time to stay together with them and or eat together with them but um I think before 2000, 2014, I have some time to to stay with my family and to take care of my kids. But after 2014, because, you know, many, many 
Chinese administrators yeah. they come to our business for yeah. shipping. Yeah. Uh, we we become very busy, terrible busy, <laughs> and I really have no time to 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 think about more the family family union um, because. Uh, I think uh, this is very hard for me to 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 give the plenty time to my family because the shipping shipping business is the door to door service is very long process. If we have one um, one mistake just from one process, then the whole process will be very difficult and very will cause a lot of a lot of loss for our customer. And if for the customer, they they complain our service. They may spread the yeah. the complaint from among their friends. Then this will affect our business. Yeah. I know it's mm-hmm. it's good. I mean that you you really care about your customer. I feel yeah. I know yeah. some of your customer. They talk to me like uh, Eric in LA. He said he met you, but I think many people are happy with your service, and I think many foreigners. Need someone like you here that really seems to care about their their business and their order. Um, so I'm happy to have you on the show today. And how can people find about your your business online? Uh, we have a website, the www.forwardshipping.com, and usually the, our customers they. They look the view our website and they can leave a message and send the send a message to our to us. Then we have a um, customer overseas customer service team. We have a ten person, wow. ten uh, two boys and eight eight girls wow. to just to follow the request by uh, the um, the foreign Amazon seller. Okay. The, the for ten customer service we as I. Assign the customer service for uh, for for our Amazon seller. So if the Amazon seller work with us, they will therefore their shipment will be monitored, will be followed just by one one person in our company. Great, yeah, yeah that's good. So they have the personal relationship or the service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We with the, the personal relationship, the 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 just one person to keep contact will be the major con will be. Uh, solving all the problem for this customer, yeah. they can talk, uh, talk by phone or by Skype, okay. by email, and right. anyway they can find our customer service. Awesome! Yeah. All right, Forrest, thank you so much. Thank you. And we'll see you at the cross border summit. Okay, thank you. Okay. Thank you, Forrest. I hope everybody enjoyed that interview and gave you some more ideas of how FBA prep works directly in China. Uh, and there's all kinds of opportunities and different ways of doing your logistics. Uh, and I know there's quite a few supporters of the show and listeners of the show that are in the logistics industry. It also comes down to who you trust. It also comes down to where you're getting your products and your supply chain. And uh, e-commerce is very, of course, reliant on good supply chain. But there's been service providers, of course, sometimes that get a little bit overheated and uh, mismanage shipments, unfortunately. And sometimes 
as an e-commerce seller myself uh, now and in the past, I know how painful it is to have your orders mixed up. So make sure you find the right provider. Find someone that you trust. Try different people out. Try maybe test orders with different service providers. Um, and hopefully they stand the test of time. I do feel comfortable to say give Forrest a shot and uh, we visited her facilities and I know people that use her services, even some listeners have uh, heard and seen me talking about her uh, on content and uh, have sent me some messages. So, um, but you know, use who you're comfortable with, but I'd always appreciate people supporting those that support us and giving them a shout shot. So I'm going to get back to talking to people about cross-border summit on email. Uh, so many speakers, just the speakers alone, almost at 40 speakers. So a lot of management and everything. And thank you if you've got your ticket. I really appreciate your support. Uh, currently, everybody asks how Global Information makes money. We make money currently from events and sponsors, mostly. We have services with our partner at Unipro, CPA firm with Hong Kong Corporation, too. Um, and others, others, of course, e-commerce gladiator starting to make some money. So everybody's always asking me, Mike, how do you make money? Um, maybe I'll have a whole show about that one day. How does Mike make money? You hear the baby's crying in the background, and uh, they eat more and more food. I uh, shared on my WeChat the other day of... 2011, I was a little bit rounder and now I'm slimmer. I think I joke, my kids wore me down, eat all my food, take all my money. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. If you're interested in checking out the show notes with links and videos and other things, globalfromasia.com slash episode 223. Thank you for listening. Thank you, sponsors. And thank you, people coming to our events or even getting our online tickets. I know of you guys coming through on that. I do appreciate that too. Cheers. To get more info about running an international business, please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com. That's www.globalfromasia.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Thanks for tuning in.